0: <laughs> Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Best of Five. Tonight on the show, we are going to talk about infiltration. Um, we're all waiting the final verdict. Everybody's made up their mind apparently um, because of some documents in Korean that they can't read, hey, but are are true. out to Must Be Hacks. You're making but it sound first, like it's ridiculous to feel that way, homeboy. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> but you got to wait until the facts are in, right? Now, first and foremost... Okay, we're going to argue later, so I can, already get, in, I can already tell that. <laughs> before, we get, before we get the show rolling, Elon, would you do me a favor and just punch in on these eyes right here? Hey, I'm blocking here! Can you do that? Thank you to Gumball Dead for subscribing. Gumball and Dead? Must be 4X before the show for subscribing. Must be hacks, thank you. Um, but, Duncan, just explain yourself. What's going on with your eyes, bro? It was, uh... A long blaze blue cross tag battle tournament the other day.
1: <laughs> yeah?
2: Blaze green.
0: Okay. Because typically your eyes aren't red, but today you can't. your You're eyes zooming in
1: on the natural bags under my eyes. You yeah. make me feel
0: bad. <laughs> well, it's because you're in law school now and uh, could even put all-nighters. And this is the result. Is that what you're telling me? Pretty much. <laughs> all right, guys. We do have a uh, fighting game podcast to get to. If this is the first time watching, we talk about all the current events. We talk about the tournament results. We talk about street fighter 5 costumes you, we will never miss a street fighter 5 costume <laughs> uh, and we're joined as always by steve ace king offsuit jerk that's him right there thank you for the salute and john velociraptor guerrero who is typically on his phone and is too cool to pay attention during the show <laughs> i think he's taking notes for his uh
2: his event hubs podcast <clears throat> um oh can we talk about that for 10 minutes yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I got a I got an interview with Mike Ross that's going live pretty soon.
0: You're kidding? So. is
2: that for no, real? No, not. Yeah.
0: Damn, that's a scoop, dude. Wow. Can you, can you tease it? What, what's on it? What do y'all talk about?
2: I forget. Anyway, let's do the best of five. Let's go ahead. <laughs> what?
0: Yo, that might be the first Event Hub's podcast I listened to.
2: <laughs> what happened to um, infiltration? Let's do a recap. Um, <laughs> let's do a and recap. We'll get
0: into infiltration.
3: Recap. Yeah, let's talk about fun stuff first before we talk about not-so-fun stuff. Uh, Very, very busy week for uh, the CPT in particular, but pretty much every fighting game circuit had something going on. Uh, Let's kick it off in Chile for Never Give Up 2018, uh, a Latin American event, and they have been very good to Chris T. He went down, got the win over Young Hu in the grand final, uh, picking up his... Fourth ever latin american win um he's getting it done south of the border 150 <laughs> steve people. don't be inappropriate <laughs> i mean, that was not that that's you putting and after what we were talking, talking about before the show god i have i i'm trying to be respectful here i'm trying to be <laughs> all business because that's what i am uh But Chris T was worried about his place in uh, CPT finals because that that cutoff line keeps creeping up and up and up. Uh, And we might dive into that a little deeper uh, a little later on. But those 150 points really, really helped. But that wasn't even the big event. We had two big, uh, three other big tournaments. Uh, The first one was... uh, at EGX, this was the open premiere uh, in front of the European finals. Uh, two tournaments at that event. First one was a had a huge impact because Momi came through the winners bracket, got it to two two. And had tournament point, but lost to Luffy and then lost the reset 3-1. So Luffy gets the win, uh, gets 700 points to get close to the top of the standings. Momi nearly had enough to almost lock up a a spot in the CPT finals. Uh, Instead, he got 270, good amount for him. Plus, he locked up a spot in the European final the next day. Uh, if we take a look at that. Uh, and But it wasn't his day on Sunday. It was the day of Angry Bird. Uh, the Zeku star is headed to Capcom Cup. He began the weekend 50th, did enough to lock up his spot on Saturday in this top eight. And he made the most of it. Beat Momi, beat Akainu, beat Hurricane, beat Akainu again. Uh, that last set was ridiculous. There were there were great plays. There were nerves. Uh, but in the end, Angry Bird locking up his spot, and he is headed to Capcom Cup. Now, notably, one thing I'll say is we've been
1: talking about multiple character finishes, and Angry Bird did pull out the Akuma to beat the Kami players. And so it's just another one of these guys who's having uh, you know a multitude of characters factor into their wins, and it just is becoming more and more evident that's going to be the future of the
0: game. Got to, got to do it, got to have more than one character, John. Steve,
3: you're in the middle of a that, recap. I guess we are. Um, so that wasn't even the only uh, premiere of the weekend. We also had. Uh, Tokyo Game Show, the CPT event there. Uh, and if you got to listen to that, uh, what was the commentary team for Top 8? It was Z, Giuna, and Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was some entertainment on the mic, entertainment on the screen as well. Uh, Tokido turning Grand Finals into a speed speedrun, uh, came all the way through the loser's bracket, won that 6-0. Uh, to take that boosted prize pool uh, approximately 50,000 or closer to 45,000 for that first place prize. So you saw a bunch of players who may have who may have gone to the European final in other circumstances choosing to go to Tokyo Game show. Uh, the other name to note here is trashbox. He was the only he was one of four Japanese players to make top eight Uh, But the other three already had pro licenses. So he, uh, with his finished, is now uh, a licensed Street Fighter Pro in Japan. And with all of that said, we can take a look at the global standings. Uh, We see a few more names in green. NL and Oil King have officially clinched spots in Capcom Cup. As has obviously Angry Bird number 52 in the standings now. So he's got, so that takes off uh, one extra spot. You know, people were hoping that maybe that someone like uh, Phenom or Luffy would win that European final so that one more European player below the cutoff can get in. Instead, Angry Bird takes that spot. Uh, also, keep in mind, Mena. Uh, in danger of dropping out of that top 26, so that can affect the math a little bit as well. Uh, You see Dogra now in that final, uh, Dogra and Akainu in that race for the final spots, uh, right around 500.
0: So you're saying that if uh, by points he won't be in the running, but he's obviously in, that would add, us. it would take away a spot
1: if
3: he fell out of the running. (sighs) Well, yeah, you, you'd have to finish in the top 26 instead of the top 27. It doesn't really hurt the math because yeah, obviously doesn't, yeah. he doesn't count. But what it does do is him not getting points uh, means that other players who are in contention are getting points. So if you're someone like a Kainu and you're in the race for that final spot, you want Mena to, to earn those big chunks. You want Tokido and Fujimura to get top two, top three. You don't want Punk or Mago or Brolinio or Momi getting those points and possibly uh, passing you.
0: And what happens if, uh, say, somebody like in the top eight gets banned from the Capcom Pro Tour?
3: Uh, the assumption is that it would open up another global global spot, depending on how they qualified. So if if Mena did something to uh, get banned. <laughs> it, it's, it's not clear how that would affect us but if one of these points qualifiers do then it would presumably open up another global spot and we'll see if that comes into play
0: I think we'll find out here
3: soon won't we we might um, uh, okay yeah uh, Tokyo Game <laughs> Show wasn't just for uh, it wasn't just a CPT event there was also a national Uh, Budokai tournament for Dragon Ball Fighters, it was a bit of an upset. Uh, You see Fenrich there, you see Goichi there, neither of those guys won. It was Kaimart, a guy who's been going to a lot of the uh, fighting circle, I think it was. Uh, But he took it over Superboy, over Fenrich, over Goichi, so he is the national champion. And and he's going to be Oh, go ahead. He took it with
1: Vegito, Teen Gohan, and Kid Buu. So not a team that you have heard a lot from two of the characters on. So I think it was very refreshing for sure.
3: Yeah, and if you haven't gotten the chance to look look at his play, uh, he is slated to go to Southeast Asia Major. So you'll get a chance to check that out there. Uh, Time out. We have some
0: subs that we need to thank. Sorry to do it. Sorry to oh. must be hacks who uh, is listening on the audio podcast and will likely be very offended when we interrupt the show, flow up the show, <laughs> to do some claps. But um, thank you. I think it was Quest Beer. Earlier? Quest Beer was one of them. And grown up Mike. Grown up Mike, not to be confused with beat up Miguel, <laughs> which is Michael Schiller <laughs> right here. Jesus, man. You look like
2: a beat up version of grown up Mike. <laughs> it's probably true. Steve, I just am.
3: I was- I just am a beat up version of grown up Mike. (laughs) I don't even look like him. I just am. Um, Tokyo Game Show also hosted another uh, Tekken Pro Championship event. This is an event for the licensed Tekken Pros in Japan. Uh, Hakai-O ended up taking it over double in the grand final and Peko's finished third. Uh, Not only was this a chance to earn some money, uh, but some representation spots on the line. Hakai-O is now going to head to the Esports World Championships in November in Taiwan uh, as Japan's representative. And then the top three here, if you'll remember, we mentioned the Japan versus Saudi Arabia eSports match uh, that's coming up at the beginning of next year. Uh, Hakayo, Double, and Pecos will now be the Tekken team uh, for Japan, to represent Japan at that event. Hey, shout outs to
0: Trevzor for the, um, for the sub. How about some good old fashioned judge dog? Thanks, Trev thank you
1: john's adjusting his glasses instead of clapping at this point it's just gotten got you, you get you this?
0: get
3: one interview with mike ross <laughs>
0: yeah. and all of a sudden you're too good for best of five
3: yeah
0: <laughs> well, i, don't know I mean that's why. the correct answer <laughs> is steve
3: uh but there was more tech in here uh This week or this past weekend and this coming weekend are dedicated to the online events. So you had events in Australia, North America, Latin America this weekend. Uh, Dion Gray taking it over. And I swear this is his name. Master Bader.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't catch you. What was his name? His name is Master Bader. (laughs) Guys, I'm having audio. All right. I think I'm back. What was the last thing you said, Steve? (laughs) His name is Masturbator. God.
3: That's, that's immature. Oh, thank you. Uh, Joey Fury. Uh, <laughs> taking, uh, we're, we're, we're moving along here. Uh, Joey Fury <laughs> taking it over Anakin for the North America East. Uh, big result for him because he was sort of right around that cutoff line. Now he's got some breathing room. Uh, Speed Kicks finishing third. Uh, which is important uh, and we'll show why on the next screen. Uh, actually, let's take a look at that next screen uh, for the results or for the current standings. Uh, the cutoff for that, that 19th and final spot, nobi still has it at 291 speed kicks at 290, just one point back. So He's going to have to do something at Canada Cup. Uh, Also, keep in mind uh, that the next offline event is going to be in Latin America, uh, TXT in Colombia. So if either R. Hades or Tekken Emperor win that event, they're all of a sudden going to be right in the thick of things. Guys, we have two subs to thank.
0: Let's hit them with the uh, Olsen Twins.
3: Yay! And
0: that is to Sempezi and McFine. Thank you very much for, for the subs. Appreciate you. John, thank you. One's enough. I'll take it.
3: You get Well, two people gets two
0: claps. <laughs> yeah. Come on, John. Uh, and that's always also why we put up the Olsen twins, obviously.
3: As you were, Esteban. Uh, let's go to the Middle East for the Injustice Intercontinental Championship qualifier. Uh, you saw one member of Team Nasser Esports uh, have a big weekend in Angry Bird. Uh, two more of them had a big weekend in Injustice. Tekken Master and Shark Teeth finishing 1-2 in the Middle Eastern qualifier. They are both heading to the Intercontinental Championship uh, along with K-Top, Dubasik, Gillbags, and Waz. Uh, two more players will be determined at the uh, european west qualifier and the winner of that eight person finals will head to the uh injustice pro series championship which we'll have more details on later in the show
1: am i the only one who thinks it's funny that someone named tekken legend got seventh
3: like i don't know <laughs> <Tech and> master <laughs> got first It seems appropriate.
0: I mean, you know he doesn't think this would be a legendary like you know winner of tournaments
3: he, he tekken legend used to be the man you know that that he became a legend. Now he, he's just in the background. Now it's about the current master. Mm. Don't ever name. Does him that mean no, there's no a legend Vader? <laughs>
0: oh my gosh! Not lied, it
3: wasn't that funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, Lon's cracking up in the studio ah, over here.
2: It was. Here. Fine. Uh, it was
3: n- fine.
0: John, your hilarious a- joke keeps getting stepped
2: on. What were you going to say, Bud? Yeah, it's not even worth it now. I was going to make fun of Perfect Legend, and but now it doesn't matter. Go ahead.
3: All right. Um, <laughs> jesus uh there was one other big event this past weekend uh and ignore the name up top because i made this when i was tired uh but my CEO goodness
0: <laughs>
3: oh
1: man <laughs> everyone's so fucking confused now
0: no, there you go no one's confused him. anymore along with the assist
2: Make him hold the embarrassing l I, I will hold that L for all of eternity.
3: Uh but this this has become it, you know, it started off as sort of like an oh it's a nice little anime term. Now it's a big freaking deal. You've got a bunch of players coming over for from Japan. Uh Samito making also, uh up. Jonah won cross tag mm-hmm. battle, not Kyame. Oh my gosh. Oh man you know what? I'm just going to fire myself. And that's
1: the second tournament he's done that in a row.
3: That's, yeah, yeah. I'm fired. I'm sorry. I'm yes. sorry. Uh, uh,
2: press I'm, one if you still want Steve on the show, guys. Let's I'm going to press put him up. Two.
0: Press, yeah, press, press two if you want him fired, guys.
2: Yeah, two for fired, one for stay, Steve stays. Wow, it started with a two, Steve. I thought this would be a moment where the chat would just show their undying love for you.
0: There's plenty of ones. ones. Oh, good. Oh, good. There's a 69. That's funny. We
2: could could play a lot of 10 minutes. Who I like takes these (laughs) jobs. What does five even
3: say?
1: But yeah, notably, this is Jonah's one SCR and CEO Taku, both Blaze Blue and Blaze Blue cross tag battle over hefty competition. So he's looking like the best Blaze Blue player around right now.
0: People are saying I didn't watch any CEO Taku because I've the, when I on the rare occasion that I watch a stream, it's on mute and I'm probably half asleep um, these days. However, I, would, I did see on the Twitter chatter that Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle was fucking lit, as you would say, because you're a kid. Was it?
1: It's pretty lit. I mean, I, I think it was like then. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I didn't really watch very hard. Um, right. I know he plays the scythe characters, and they've won like every tournament so far.
0: So there's that. People here are saying it was sick. And it was awesome, in all caps, so
2: I guess that's... <clears throat> I just can't wait to see Efren's evolution into a 100% dad where he just <laughs> does dad jokes and tries to be cool but isn't. But you're still cool now. It's just eventually you won't be. It, and stuff.
3: That's questionable.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Move on with the
0: damn recap. Crying out loud.
3: Uh, that is actually it for the recap.
0: All right, well, next on our rundown...
4: Was I still playing that? Is that from
0: mine? (laughs) Whoops. Uh, Next on our rundown is, as Steve put it, shall I read exactly how you wrote it?
3: Uh, Hold on. Okay, now now you can read it as I wrote it.
0: Infiltration allegedly did some shit.
2: (laughs) I shouldn't be laughing at that.
3: Probably not.
2: Yo, um, Uh, so yeah. uh,
0: Late last week, Started coming out. I believe Steve hit us up in the Facebook chat. Y'all seen this shit? And uh, this
2: alleged shit.
0: Um, by and large, or, or the long short of it is that um, there are allegations that Son Wu Park, if I'm pronouncing his name right, infiltration uh, was involved in domestic violence, physical altercation with his wife, and as well as, for, for as an added bonus, also like hiding money to not have to pay taxes or something to that effect. Steve, do you want to clarify any of that? Well, not to pay taxes, but not to have to. Okay, so I'll go a little more in
1: depth. Basically, um, battery itself is not a criminal offense in Korea. Only it, That it can't be only, right. It, no, it's a civil offense. So you can be sued for money, but you can't be sued for jail time. Okay. And so the alleged thing there is that he hid the money to not pay for parts of the civil offense. But that that I have no idea.
0: Okay um and then like you know reddit detectives have been uh finding the criminal report the court documents uh apparently there's even like audio that his wife allegedly recorded and it's all feeling really icky to say you know the least um his own team panda global sorry guys it was songwoo lee i i I don't (laughs) I, i apologize for that um They as well have come out and said, Have patience with us, we're investigating, and when we have something to report, we will. They have not yet, however, as I understand it, that has to do because uh, there's a Korean holiday, and they're waiting to get for the offices to open up to get all the information. (sighs) Regardless, um, it's looking pretty damning. Infiltration has not said anything to my knowledge. I have poked and prodded and asked people close to him if they know anything, and nobody has. A either spoken to him or said that they've spoken to him, or have anything to add to it. Um, It's not looking good. He's lost over twelve thousand. Well, the the big thing is like
1: whether or not these are allegations, right? That's the big argument right now. Is it's hard to tell in some ways because the court documents are obviously in Korean, and for a while people were having problems getting to them due to like paywalls and Korean IP blocks and. Various other ways, they make it more difficult to get to information in Korea. And the supposed reason why it wasn't coming out of Korea via people's people's mouths is because the libel laws in Korea basically stop you from damning other people whether or not it's true. And so the big question is, are these allegations, did that civil case actually happen? It seems like it did. I mean, yet again. I don't read Korean myself, but a lot of people who do have said that, yes, these are legitimate, and you can get to the pages that they stated these are on. So, I mean, it just depends on how many people's translations you don't believe at this point.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, like, there is a lot of versions of the story, but all of them include him beating his wife, allegedly, right? Um, What I want to see are, okay, this is the official report. We did our research. This is what happened. I and we don't like have to, that. I totally agree. So, so I'm not saying people are lying about this. I'm saying I want the finished, final report on it, uh, so that we can adequately express our rage at something so horrific as beating or domestic violence or beating your significant other. Um, there's a lot of other implications here that we can splinter off into other than the fact that this is horrible but uh, should he does he deserve a ban should Panda Global drop him uh, does he ever show his face in the FTC again uh, if of course all of this turns out to be as bad as it sounds like um, what would you guys like to take this lovely topic Steve or John?
2: I, I mean I've I haven't said much on it. Um, we covered it like on on event hubs when, it got to the point where, like, this is something that everyone's talking about. But, like, you guys are saying, that's when you're talking privately about it, you can go anywhere you want and, and say anything you want. And, you know, but but when we're in front of a camera like this and when you're trying to communicate accurate news to people, it's like you really have to go off of the facts. And there are a lot of wishy-washy halfway. We're not sure yet facts. So it's like certainly it's hard to make punch commentary on it. And that's why I think, we're you know, we're, we're sitting here trying to where are we going to go with it? It's one it's it's it sucks like the whole situation regardless like at at best it's it's just a misunderstanding and infiltration has a lot of negative pr and, and at worst and what it is looking like very much is that he's you know abused his wife and and no one's no one's happy to hear about this no one wants to discuss it you know it's just it it's 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 in a it's in a weird place with not a lot of information and it's a crappy subject so that's, that's kind of where we
0: stand. What, what's wild to me about it um, is the fact that we don't have an official response about it yet, right? Any kind of rebuttal, any kind of, like, PR or something mm-hmm. from PG. Or um, even him. You know, well, in they, they, PG's himself. made a
1: couple, like, interim comments. Like, we're, we're
0: researching this. We're doing this. Yeah, but that's, like, yeah. barely a put your we, finger we, on we, the we, dam.
3: We, we have one, actually, that we can show. Uh, that they just put out yesterday, uh, after they they announced on Friday, uh, or they announced on Thursday that they were uh, investigating the claims. And then on Friday, they announced that uh, during this investigation, infiltration would not compete at Tokyo Game Show. And then uh, yesterday, uh, they came out with this statement, saying that in short, they're continuing to investigate, but because of the holiday that's going on right now, Chusok, uh, uh, Chusok, I apologize if i mispronounced that, uh, that they are not able to get access to key pieces of the investigation. Uh, but they do expect to have a final answer, uh, next week, mm-hmm. which so- is really all you can do at this point, because, let's be real in situations like this, when there's an allegation of abuse or assault or harassment, it's usually someone's word versus someone else's. And that's all we'll ever know because the incident itself is because of the nature of the incident. This is a much different animal because the, the accusation wasn't just, Hey, he did this. It was, hey, he did this. Here's a court document showing it. Here's a transcript saying exactly what he said as he was doing it. And the investigation, in my mind, boils down to simply, is this real or not? And the
1: transcript comes from a audio recording that isn't allowed to be brought into Korean evidence but was Why allowed that? to be transcripted. They just don't
0: allow audio, audio recordings as evidence. And um, apparently some people have heard this. Like, there's a way to listen to it. I have not gone through the trouble of listening to it. Have any of you guys? No. Uh, no. I did read the transcript, and it's like, you know, it, it rings it, it, true with the kind horrific. of things you hear in these types of encounters. Um, if it's true, it's, and yet again, I think it is, um, personally, it's really, 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 really bad. Okay, so if it's true, God it's kinda of shitty, like but it seems I feel like we're not really going out on a limb here. What happens next?
2: Yeah. Lifetime nice. ban. Okay, In so my, my I was life gonna ask that. Ban. Like now well, I mean there's a question of like what do you mean? Is it true? Like it, like he, he hit her once, or this is an ongoing thing. And does it matter? Okay. Okay. I I possibly would be
3: like, I will, but here's this Amend my statement, if whatever
1: this transcript happened is true, that's all I need to know.
2: Yeah. I haven't read or heard the transcript, heard it or read the transcript, but I'm just saying like immediately people are going to start comparing this to, uh, was it, you know, Noel Brown and things like that. Um, who, you know, and, and, like, as far as what should the punishment be? Um, and I don't even know that we should necessarily talk about what the punishment should be if we don't have the answer. That but like, is
1: an inter- I've been thinking about the same thing, like, how appropriate right. is it to get that far into it? Those situations are very different in a lot of ways. Obviously, the gravity of this is infinitely worse, but there's... Which
3: is exactly why.
1: There's differences is- in the sense that this did not happen during a CPT tournament. You know, it mm-hmm. didn't happen here. I mean, there's a lot of there's a and, lot of differences, and, but it would certainly, in my opinion, have to be at least whatever Noel got and probably more.
2: Oh, certainly. Yeah, at least. But then and then you think about like you can compare this kind of a thing to other somewhat similar entities like the NFL and all the stuff that's gone on in that. And like how long have players been banned or or have they even been really, you know, in, in these different situations? So it's like, yes, the first place your mind goes is lifetime ban. But like, will that happen? Like, is um, if, the that questions is an interesting of, is question? I'm not sure either. Yeah. I mean, so, I, mean I
3: will say this because, you know, I, I'm I'm certainly not trying to minimize uh, the assault of anyone related to an NFL player or in a relationship with an NFL player whenever that has happened. Those are all horrific. In my mind, the difference is that if you do this at an it now that it's known that the That this has happened, assuming again that it's true. How in if I'm a TO, there's no way in hell I let that person near my attendees. I'm going to have if they come to my event, I'm responsible for their safety. And if I allow a person who has knowingly done this for whatever reason, there's I can't in good conscience let them let them in well i, I mean do it.
2: but how many like you're not going to do like a, a background check on everyone that goes to a tournament you know and i'm sure that there have been people at tournaments that have had criminal records you know that you just wouldn't know about it because it's not related no and, and i'm not saying yeah. and i'm not saying that like hey we need to if say infiltration's guilty here like oh no we need to be nice to them and 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 let up on the punishments or anything like that I'm just trying to think of, well, what are the arguments that are going to come against, you know, the idea of a lifetime ban? And is there any credence to it? Like, you know, this is not directly related to fighting games. Um, Infiltration has been at 100 a, a events before where he didn't beat everybody up or anything like that. So you could argue, you know, it's like and 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 I agree with you fundamentally, Steve. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here and like the kind of discussion and the kind of red tape that's going to inevitably come up if this verdict does come out to be what we think it's going to be. It's like. It's. I don't think it's as simple as just saying, "Oh, lifetime ban them." I, mean, I think there's a little bit more you're, to to get in there.
1: You're totally right, and that's been a big issue in pro sports as well. Like, I mean, obviously, like it's different. Like, we don't take people who did things before they started their histories and then ban them retroactively. But, and it gets weirder in this situation because as part of the Capcom Pro Tour, you haven't signed a contract that puts you in like you know, in football, you've signed a contract where you're like. If you commit a crime during your thing as a football, you've obligated yourself to be banned, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a more clear dividing line, whereas here there isn't. I don't know what you sign in the CPT. I don't know if you sign anything going to Capcom Cup. I don't know those sorts of details, but I do know that I think the classic response to what you're saying would be that this happened while he was a FGC pro and it happened very recently and it's extremely relevant. And that if we found out that anyone going to tournaments had done something like this, we would hopefully have similar punishments in mind.
0: Do you think so? Um, the the court of public opinion will take effect if yes. Capcom itself does not, right? Um, or if Panda Global itself does not. he oh, will um, be
2: socially ostracized pretty hard. So what no happens
0: there? Let's say that this is all true, 100% true. He goes to an event, um, Again, I know you said it earlier, Steve, but he's never gotten into a physical altercation that we know of at an event with another player with anything like that. This was... No, and the nature of this
1: is is often that it's limited to domestic violence. That's an, I mean, it's a very common theme in domestic violence mm-hmm. disputes is that that is their only crime.
0: Just his background. So how do you think... The FGC, and we don't speak for all the FGC, but we do have, you know, a variety of opinions on here uh, that do have a bit of a range. Um, How do you think the FGC should, if we were to even delve into that, respond to that if um, his sponsor or if the Pro Tour itself does not respond to this?
2: Are you talking about? Oh, go ahead, Go ahead, John. Well, I mean a, a huge part of that is so I mean you have to have a detailed answer as to what he did and and, and like we're just going to say the transcript and, and what yeah. you've read from that is is indeed the case yeah and I haven't read that but I'm, what I'm hearing is it's pretty intense um, and so it's I mean yeah I, I think that for at least a year he wouldn't be able to physically show his face because people would it would be too too fresh in people's minds and, and the their emotional response would be there. And he would be, even if not banned by the powers that be, like you were saying, socially ostracized and just not allowed to be at the events, you know, like just yelled at or, or, or even physically <laughs> removed by people at the event. Um, but like you give this kind of thing some time, I don't know. Like maybe maybe like socially speaking, he's got like a two or five year ban. I don't know, something like that. But it's really hard to, to kind of try to predict that kind of a thing. Um, it just sucks, man. Yeah, sure. I, I will. Gl- I will
3: admit that my desire to to see a lifetime ban is highly emotional in this yeah. case. Um, but I do think that the ban has to come down harsher than uh, what it was for Noel Brown, simply because yes, it wasn't at an event, but the scope. And the callousness and the coldness in this transcript, if you've read it, and I hope you haven't, to be honest, is just so beyond the pale that I just can't... I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I'm at a loss for words for this. If there's any chance that he would be welcome back I would say he has to do something re- rehabilitative yeah. and it's that rude. obviously hasn't, yeah, and mm. I don't know what exactly what level that has to be in order for me personally to feel comfortable with that. It's a very I don't situation, know situation, yes yeah, I don't know what level that's going to be to make the majority of attendees or all attendees comfortable with that, but to say if if Capcom says it wasn't at an event, we can't do anything about it. I I I just don't think that's now, the right call. I, I, I'm pretty
0: confident that if it is true, right? Um, and we just keep saying that because we haven't gotten the final story on God, it. Right? Yeah, it would be. If it's not, then that's horrible, and I will
1: publicly apologize. And,
0: and, and I want to talk about that next. What if it isn't true, right? But and we'll, we'll spend a little bit of time on that. But um, okay, so if everything we've heard is true or seen is true. Um, I don't see a scenario where Capcom or Panda don't drop his ass because it's, like, toxic, right? Do you think Monster wants to be on the dude's jersey? No. Do you think I, the and, CPT oh, I mean, wants it's to be at an event? It's
1: guaranteed. I think it's a no-questions-asked no, no questions asked scenario that, that something happened. Okay, so, I mean, here's... Panda would go, drop him 1,000%. That'd be, like, a guarantee, I think. And tournaments, if Capcom didn't do a ban, like, a lot of the tournaments would do it, and Capcom would have to do it. I don't know, but, yeah, there you go
2: as as far as these things go with like with, with the the possibility of the the person uh, the the transgressor you know getting off easier i think that what that 100% actually comes down to when you look at like you know pro sports and the examples that we've had in the past it's like well what are they worth to the audience like and then and, and as unfortunate as it is people really will put a scale where they go well uh he did something really bad but i also really like watching him play and so i'm gonna you know and there's more of a benefit of the doubt and then and you've seen already like on social media you said earlier people love infiltration there's a lot of people that don't even want this to be the case just because they don't want to imagine infiltration as being this kind of monstrous person that's that's completely foreign to them. Um but like that there's there's a lot bigger of a you know a possibility for that kind of a thing to happen when you're talking about things that are as, as widespread and popular as, you know, the, the NFL or the the NBA. I don't think that fighting games, even if everyone really loved infiltration in the fighting game community, that's gonna be enough of a reason or a pull for for someone like um, you know, for the the suits to say well okay let's see how we can minimize this so in this case given that it comes out um you know that he's actually done the deed the i i think that one capcom if they if they banned Noel brown that quickly and and for a year i there's no doubt in my mind that they would they would take action because especially in the current, you know, the the, the social media climate, um, you know, companies need to save face in in huge ways. And to be associated with someone like this, uh, you know, the emotional responses that people are going to have. Uh, you saw he's already lost something like 12,000 followers yeah. on Twitter. These the, the those that are looking to run a business, make money off of this stuff are going to immediately distance themselves from him. Uh, and they probably are already doing so just with all of the negativity that's going around. and And unfortunately, this comes down a lot more to money than we'd like it to be. But just based on that, I don't think that he has much of a chance because he, as as a, as an entertainer, as a as even a product, if you will, doesn't weigh enough to to counteract the amount of of a uh, lash that's going to come out because of what's going happen. And there's a sep- level
3: of separation that exists between NFL fans and NFL players between professional sports fans and pro players that doesn't exist in fighting games. You know, if I want to watch, you know, I'm from Minnesota. I was a Vikings fan. I am still a Vikings fan, even though. We'll talk about that in a moment. (laughs) That was a rough weekend, but you know, I went through with Adrian Peterson uh, finding out what he did, you know, I, I I was happy that he didn't play for us again, but the difference is, you know, what I what I say as a fan doesn't really matter because if he continues to do his job, he's still separated from me. Mm-hmm. If infiltration or if anyone who does something like this goes to an event, guess what? I could be sitting right next to them. My... Brother and my sister, if they come along with me, will be sitting right. Could be sitting right next to him. So there is a level of separation that just makes this a much different situation uh, than the comparisons that we're used to.
2: Yeah, I think the big takeaway is it it does not look good for infiltration. Um, And if this is the case that you know he's he's guilty, nor should it look good. Um, but, it, I mean, I don't think anyone's happy to hear that this person that was such a uh, such an entertainer and such a star in the community, and as far as anyone knew, was such a good guy, has taken this turn and, and this truth about him has come out, and it's like, no one's happy to hear that. Um, so... Where do we go from here? Well, let's let's hope that we find out what happens specifically as soon as possible and then you know the, the right moves are made and we can move past this. If there's any redemption, hopefully that happens. But if not, then lesson learned and, and may it be a, a lesson that everybody else can can learn from without actually having to go through it.
1: The last thing I'd like to say is have my little SJW moment sure. where I basically say that I'm not proud of a lot of what I saw out of the FGC responding to this. Um, You don't have to bring pitchforks to people when allegations come down, but the fact of the matter is the vast majority of allegations of this sort are true. It is not common for people to make allegations at this level with no inkling of truth. It happens. It happens. You shouldn't instantly persecute the person, but you should listen, and you should not be horrifying in response, which a lot of people were. Please don't do that.
0: Um, Do we want to just briefly say, just for the last... Before we wrap up this topic, um, what also if... not meme
1: worthy, so don't meme it.
0: Yeah, that's fucked up, man. I mean, it's My just like, so disappointing. Um, what if we are 100% wrong and he is 100% innocent of these crimes? Then what? Um, what should happen? How do you come back from that? A lot of damage is done. Um, he's lost those followers. He's, you know, there'll always be like the question hanging over his head. Um, Panda Global has not dropped him. They're, you know, they're seeing it through, they're doing their their due diligence. Um, but what if we're all wrong? Uh, besides the fact that we'll be the first to apologize for having taken this conversation this
3: long. If it's if we're wrong, not I will apologize, but I would hope that whoever created this, uh, assuming this is one sick, elaborate joke, which at this point. it's tough for me to believe that it is. But if it is some sort of sick joke that I hope whoever perpetrated it is found and faces some sort of punishment for this, because to do that
2: to anybody is terrible. Yeah. Beyond the pale. I think that's what happens, is the pitchforks just turn in a different direction, you know, and, and you just try to... Everyone wants their, their their monster hunt, you know, so I think that that's what would happen. It would just try to turn it to towards the wife or, or even towards the idea of people doing this kind of thing, and I don't know, it, it would be its own shit show. Um, albeit, that's, I think, a better a better outcome than him actually being guilty. Uh, it's still, yeah. still crappy, but, um, I mean, if it's wrong, gr- great. You know, good. Uh, it still is crappy, but it's better than this, so.
0: What, uh, what, if anything, does this say about needing a governing body or uh, for us to mature in certain ways like you made the nfl comparisons I, uh, does that keep pushing us in that direction i mean it's not i don't know it's like not the you grassroots can't, tournaments of a decade ago
2: you know yeah but you how are you going to how are you going to regulate like on every level of someone's life when you're only if you're if, you know you're capcom or you're the fgc governing board or, board or whatever it's like yeah there's a certain extent where you say you know if if these circles of your life are in this kind of order that's going to directly affect this circle of your life that we're involved in and therefore it's pertinent to us. but I mean to to begin to start saying like well we need to write out I don't know I, i'm I'm not you know as legally you know smart as as like you know maybe donka would be on this kind of subject but you know so or at least he will okay. be but uh yeah I mean it, it's it's hard to say like okay, well we need to make this regulation, that regulation, this regulation because, you have thousands and thousands of people and uh, I don't know, what, is, what does the NFL do? What does the uh, you know MLB do? All that kind of stuff. I would start there, I suppose, and try to draw similarities. I think what this shows
3: is that, you know, we're, we're at this sort of halfway point where we kind of have governing bodies in Capcom over the Capcom Pro Tour and Tekken over the Tekken World Tour, but they're not really all that. Super powerful, you know, they don't have any influence outside of the tournaments that they themselves create. You know, they can't tell combo breaker what to do. Like, remember when Noel Brown got banned, they banned him from CPT events, but he could still go to that tournament if they didn't ban him. So if he wanted to go to like, for example, East Coast Throwdown, he could. He just couldn't enter the CPT event. Um, and But that's sort of a sidetrack, and I apologize for that.
2: Yeah,
3: I kind of agree that
1: like it's hard to make a governing body for this. Like, it's it's just tough. Like and and
2: people are going to respond like it's like, okay, you make the governing body in order to to fix this problem, but how many problems come up with like okay, we get the fine print, and this is you say it's Capcom, right? And this is their first run at doing something like this. How many issues are going to come up because of that? Like that's a whole other can of worms once you start you know uh, bringing toward you know bringing forward regulation like that. I'm not saying we shouldn't. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot more to it than, oh, it fixes the infiltration issue. It's like, yeah, but there's a lot more. And so you really want to be careful before you start moving down this direction. I mean, the whole
1: nature of things is very hands-off right now. I mean, theoretically, someone could, like, make the, you know, CPT finals without anyone ever seeing their face by winning online events. And you don't sign a contract or anything when you win an online event. So some random entity could just, you know, show up to CPT finals without without even being known by Capcom let alone, you know, seen, investigated, signed a contract, et cetera. So, I mean, we've gotten by, and obviously issues like this require some sort of response. And and I agree, it's very difficult, like, what do you do? But I think for now, we can hopefully keep kind of hoping for one-off responses from CPT before we hire a commissioner or whatever. Yeah.
3: I don't think we necessarily need to go to a commissioner route or a governing body route. But I think Capcom and um, Bandai Namco and whoever else decides to run a big circuit, they got to be ready for situations like that. There has to be some sort of codified response where, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to rise to the level of if you commit this level of domestic assault, you get this punishment. But if you only do this, you get this. You have but you have to have some sort of plan in place to say okay if this happens this is the process we investigate and then we come to a ruling which could be between a and z so
1: it's pretty incredible really we don't i mean like not even in the NFL is there much precedent for something like this right like this is a crime that was charged in korea not in the us and you know, last like, year, if we can a lot of times we defer to the US governing body and we say if they get five years of jail, five years of jail is what he gets, and you know, when he comes back we accept it or whatever. There is like no sort of thing to really base this off of. This will be and I, I feel bad for Capcom in that sense. They have to make a purely on their own unprecedented decision if this comes down. So
2: it's gonna yeah, be what diff- if Korea just what if Korea just hits him with a fine, you know, just because of their culture. I, or so something far like that's that. what's happened. I think that's all they really right. can hit him with because like, and, and, uh, you were saying like you can't have like audio evidence and things like that it's like it just different. sounds very it's very different. very different so it's like what if the powers that be under under his regulation area go yeah uh, well he has to pay us you know five thousand bucks and then that's it and then we're done and he's clean and it's free and it's like are we okay with that and and yeah it's it's, it's so muddy it's so muddy
0: all right guys let's um i think we've exhausted the topic yeah. other than waiting for the final verdict to come out um um On this show, Best of Five, we talk about fighting games, but we definitely don't shy away from topics like this. And I would encourage other people in the community to have these conversations, because they're uncomfortable, they're awkward, they're new in some ways. Um, But talking about it, we can arrive at a consensus. Thank you, Beaver, for the win, for uh, that... uh... (laughs) Timely (laughs) set. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) We'll get you a Daigo clap there on that one. (laughs) All right, guys. Um, So there was some other uh, news, this time in the Smash community. It's sad, as much as it is heartwarming. Um, Mike, do you want to talk about this, or do you want Steve to set it up?
2: Sure,
1: I
0: can bring it up. There was a member of the Smash community, uh, do we have his name?
1: Steve?
2: Sorry. Uh, Chris Taylor.
1: Chris Taylor, who was dying of terminal illness and said that his last, you know, one of his last dreams was to get to play Smash Ultimate, which I think is coming out in November. Um, you know, before he passed away, which was scheduled to happen it comes well before out, uh,
2: that, De- December seventh, December, yeah.
1: which is scheduled to happen well before that. And you know, HungryBox retweeted it. A bunch mm-hmm. of other Smash names retweeted it, and it happened. Like it really happened. They brought an early version of Smash Ultimate to I, I think either his hospital or his house, and he got to play it. And he got to play it with his friends, and he had a blast with it. And he posted a, a ton about it, and there's there's really heartwarming pictures of it. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away this morning. But, I mean, it couldn't have been a more well-received and sentimental and just class act move from yeah. Yeah. Nintendo and from everyone involved.
2: It was. I remember him tweeting about it. It was a big deal um, for Nintendo to – because it was loaded on a, a Switch, right, And the, the demo, and it's like that's that's pretty – it's not a diamond or anything like that, but it's pretty highly sought after. So, like, they had to go through a couple of different, you know, hoops to – to do this and bring it to his home, and he got to play for about three hours with his brother and his friend. Um, and in those those photos that you referenced, uh, you can very much tell he's in like the later stages of cancer. And I think this is the fourth. He's beaten it three times, or he had beaten it three times, and this was the fourth run in. And he had uh, ultimately decided to go off of treatment. And, um, and in the images, like, you can tell, like, this is someone that's been battling cancer for a while. But despite that, you know, he's in his bed, he's bedridden, um, pale and such, and, and, and very frail looking. But the look of joy on his face while he's doing this, um, even even though all that other stuff is very much present, it's like, that warms you up a little bit, you know? And, and to say it's like, it's a terrible situation, it's a terrible backdrop behind him, but in, in the front, it's like this, this beautiful, like, kind of ray of light and that came from being able to play a fighting game it's like that there's there's some some poetry in that and so it's like in this really hard time you try to grab at whatever you can um you know to to feel a little bit of solace and and it's like it's really beautiful that 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 it played out this way with him uh, getting to you know actually f- like get his last wish and and you know, I was writing about this two days ago when it kind of blew up on the Internet, when it when it happened and everyone goes, uh, you know, it's probably a few weeks, a few months before before he actually passes. It was like two or three days, you know, uh, I mean, from when he actually was playing, maybe maybe a week. But no one imagine that you can you can see the, the photos that I think no one, um, I think, really realized that like, uh, maybe sans people that were really close to him and really knew that like it was so close to the end and so it was very much a last minute thing making it you know that much more poetic and and, and, and awesome that it happens but yeah like, everyone's kind sure. of feeling it
1: really can't say enough about like I mean he made an AMA about it like he was literally saying things like it made everything like okay like couldn't have been a cooler thing for Nintendo to do I, I really didn't think it was going to happen like when I saw HungryBox retweeted I was like
0: Good luck. There's just too yeah. many
1: hurdles to for this to go through, et cetera. But the fact that they did it is like too cool. Like, they literally made this a million times better. So, that
0: was great. Mm-hmm. Shout outs. What's the Smash uh, community term for like excuses? Johns. John's. John's. Talk about no John's on this guy, right? Like, give me that <laughs> controller. I'm still going to play these assholes. I wonder who he played, who he made. Uh, uh, snake. He's Snake? Yeah. Nice. Um. So, shout out to Nintendo and. Condolences to yeah. our family, rest in peace for sure, man Alright, um, let's transition to some other topics um, Some Street Fighter V news, we got some Raphael We have uh, for Soul uh, Calibur Six There's an open beta Maybe this we weekend Maybe we can plan this order the best <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, why don't, we, uh, why don't we jump on to And uh, I know Alon's very excited for the Soul Calibur VI beta What can you tell us, bud? Unmute yourself
4: Sorry, there's too many buttons back here. Uh, so, yeah, there's going to be a big old network stress test slash beta. Uh, this is actually the first time I'm actually looking at this graphic. So, this weekend, uh, only available on consoles, no Steam. Yet. Uh, you can preload hey, it on the 27th. And, hey, Epistel, thank you for two months. We'll give you claps in a bit. Uh, it starts on uh, 28th at 8 a.m. Pacific, which is like 10 a.m. here oh. and 11 yep. a.m. Eastern and it ends uh, that Sunday at 8 p.m., which is 10 p.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern and Central, or Central and Eastern respectively. Uh, yeah, 15 yes. playable characters, nine stages. That's pretty huge. I was wondering how many characters they were gonna have in there for us to mess around with. So, apparently, the only mode you'll be able to play is ranked. So it's strictly kind of like uh, what Street Fighter 5 did for a beta. So it's mostly to just stress test networks, which means they are caring about how the online play is gonna be and how the uh, netcode is going to work. So, I'm excited for it. I
1: hope so, for sure. I'm actually pretty excited about this game myself. And, I don't know, the last few big games have not really gotten it right. It's like so hit or miss. That, Ooh, what other big games? I like like Dragon Ball and Tekken are both input, but delay-based netcodes, which I can't stand. And Street Fighter V has its own issues. So, I'm like, I'm really hoping it's like what we want it to be, but I don't know. We'll see.
0: Okay. It's exciting news. Um, by the way, don't leave yet. Wait until we're done. But, I know. I'm but <laughs> the Event Hub's podcast has dropped. <laughs> no,
1: don't say it. Oh, I, Mike I,
0: Ross I is on oh, it. Here
4: wow, he is.
1: Wow, wow. that's the more important Damn, one.
4: Damn! What a get. Wait, can we just play that here? Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> you know, just post it. Let's just steal um, all the
3: views off of Ultra it. Ultra Chat <laughs> will be cool with it. You know they I ain't play I,
2: I wanted to post it a couple of hours ago, but the way thing, and I'm not the one. Oh, obviously, I'm not the one posting God. to the front page right now. Yo, so tease I'm us a little sorry bit. that it went up te- right te- now. Te- Tease
0: us a little bit. We'll, we'll, what do y'all get into? Well, here's what happened.
1: Okay. John messaged Mike Ross and was like, come on the event I podcast. And Mike was
2: like, what about best of five? And he said, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Mike actually said I'd rather do best of five. And I said, hmm. <laughs> 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 oh. No, uh, uh, fifty-five doesn't pay well, as well. <laughs> uh, one of the things that I think, um, obviously, the the big thing with Mike Ross uh, in the last few years has been basically his leaving uh, the public spotlight of the FGC and um, going very much into the background. Um, the The last kind of thing we saw from him was the esports uh, cross counter video. Where he and Gutex kind of shit on esports a little yeah. bit and then they have this little kind of gag at the end. So people weren't really sure. It's like, was he serious? Was that all just for the sake of a gag? And they want to sell shirts. But then Mike did indeed disappear. So um and and uh, when I spoke to him, he said, I, I don't want to talk about me. So a lot of the podcast just telling you guys now is is not much of there's no, hey, what were you thinking here and what were you doing here? And where do, and it's 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 not that stuff, it's more um, Mike's commentary on, um, some of the things that have happened recently in the FGC, um, a little bit of history, a little bit of uh, speculation about the future. And, and, uh, you know, a lot of it was just like people, I think just want to hear Mike Ross's voice in the FGC yeah. again because it's been so long and you'll definitely get that here. Um, but he's, he's dancing to his own beat right now. And I think that that's something that he very much needed. Um, Without going too in depth, and I'll probably just leave it here. Um, my personal gathering from from the whole um, Mike Ross thing was that he ultimately started to feel, and this is, these are my words, not his, hey, but he ultimately I'm started to feel here. more like a a product and more like a means to, you know, sell stuff or a face to put in front of a camera, and and lost um, his his relationship and his communication with a lot of um, people. You know, as many Twitter followers and as many um, acknowledgments on social media as you get, you you and we've seen this a million times with other celebrities, you know, of even bigger nature and mainstream stuff. But you lose your your real human connection to people, and that does something to someone's psyche. And Mike, I think, had the uh, the control and the awareness to identify that and choose to walk away from the fame and, and everything so that he could f- refine that in his, in himself because it's more important than um, all the other, you know, the, the glitter and the gold and everything. So John, that's my takeaway. But.
0: I, I can't wait to listen to it. Two questions. Did you talk about the AMA?
2: Uh, briefly, but um, I, I referenced it a few times in my questions to him. But yeah. anything specifically, you mean?
0: Um, no, I just want to know if you talk about it because I am curious how maybe he felt after that. And two, what do you think he would say about Capcom Connect?
2: <laughs> I saw that. I think it was today or yesterday. It was the first time that that popped up. Um, I, I, I don't know. It, <laughs> uh, is, is, it, is it a replacement of Pro Talk? I haven't even seen most of it, uh, so I couldn't really tell you, but I don't know. I think what would he say? He'd say, hey, you know, that's fine. You do you. That's not my thing anymore. Um, now, just a reminder,
0: Ultra Chan has changed their time slot. They're going to start immediately after us. And we'll have a brief preview of what they'll be talking about here at the end of the show. And then this new show that Capcom is putting on out of Oakland's Esports Arena will be debuting tonight. Right and after there's not a ton of info on it, other than it's going to be kind of like a variety of uh, things from show matches to topics to presumably CPT recaps. Um, and uh, I think uh, one of the Wynn brothers is one of the hosts. Crackbean's on there. Yeah. I really wanted to troll Crackfiend and play this one show match from Absolute Battle 6 when he went up against Tommy Guns <laughs> uh, after all that shit-talking. Uh, but instead, I'll just tell you, go look for that on Pandex Gaming's YouTube channel. Um, okay, so moving on, gentlemen. Any other thoughts? Um, I, I think it's badass that you got that, John, and I, I can't wait to listen to that interview or that podcast. Yeah. Thanks. Um, Street Fighter Five stuff. Street Fighter Five has a customizable dojo
2: stage. It's live now, by the way. It went live like half hour ago or so. Hey,
4: check it out. There it is. It's so like the
1: idea is obviously here that you can earn different points to buy things to add to your dojo. So theoretically, your dojo will look different than someone else's dojo. Uh, is there any info on like whether you can upload this somewhere else? Is this like exclusive to your PS4? I don't know. So apparently- We're going to- Oh,
4: yeah, let me add one thing to that. Apparently you can make community dojos. Community where, dojos. Where it's basically like a clan where nice. you you earn points for your specific do- or for your particular dojo by playing matches and earning things and uh, you could you get like unlockable cosmetic materials to place in the dojo to showcase your achievements D- as a community.
0: D-Vitra D- is saying we should have a best of five dojo, which I'll do. Uh, I was
4: gonna say we'll yeah. have to make one. All right. yeah, we'll make absolutely. a BO B O five clan. Yeah, we can do that. No I was actually gonna ask what, what people thought about us making a best of five dojo.
2: We'll so. need donations so that we can buy, you know, all the stuff. <laughs> I think to at least a million dojo. dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well it's just so we can do the best job. It's all it's all going back to the fans, right? Three viewers, fourths of like- Steve's salary. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's hard. You know, those recaps don't write themselves, you know. No, no they do not. Yeah, who's the clan leader? Probably John.
3: That does not sound right. Probably me, cause I, you know, my name comes first alphabetically.
0: <laughs> um nice. Steve. is starts with ace. an S. Ace, ace. ace We're hey. officially, Ace now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trevzor says we should play for it. I mean, then it'll probably be. I don't know Who, who's better right now. You haven't played in a while. I vote. I for, think John would kick my ass. I right
4: vote now. for Efren to be the leader because he has it on his PlayStation Four. This is accurate. Uh,
2: yeah. Efren messed me up in Street Fighter 4, so I think that that just, you know. <laughs> <sighs> when a, bad matchup a too.
1: four-way T-Hawk showdown in Street Fighter 4?
2: I would win that, and I don't even know I'd how to win. play the character. I'd lost he, to your he, guy. Can Condor like... Dive if he jumps backwards or no? Only with on Only, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I can get an X bar, no problem. Um, should we go back to talking about the uh, thing that we were talking about, though? The dojo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am really excited about this in terms of street fighter 5 it may be too little too late whatever the fact that cap is doing this means that they are on the pulse of the 28 uh, 28- <laughs> yep sure they, are. i've been talking like like uh, Driftwood, for example who doesn't touch 5 at all and only brings it up so that he can shit on it he's like what's this dojo mode and i explained it and he goes I would probably put some money down to get some dojo stuff, and I'm like, yes, you would. People uh, love this kind of thing, and I bet you that uh, Capcom's going to see a lot more money coming in. And this is probably something that we're going to see in fighting games moving forward, given that it's successful. Like I think it's going to be, but great move. I think it's very smart. I think the what we see moving forward is going to be more important because of
3: the people who are primarily driven by that sort of thing. How many of them are still playing Street Fighter Five? Two and a half years after launch. I, I, I feel like the heart of who this would be for is for the I hate to say casual, but Oh yeah. Absolutely. The, and, and and those people for a large part have moved on to other games. Mm-hmm. So but I don't have a problem with them doing things that will hopefully be at launch of Street Fighter Six or whatever other what their next project is gonna be because I, I don't wanna see a repeat of Street Fighter V where the launch was the gameplay catered to the more casual player, but the lack of content being focused on the tournament player is just such a a weird split that yeah. I wanna see more of this stuff at launch oh,
2: yeah. as, as an option at least. One of the biggest things about this too is that it's specifically catered towards content creators. You can put your CFN and you can put your, your Twitch stream, your, uh, your Twitter handle, whatever, any information like that, apparently that you want somewhere in the, uh, the background of the dojo. And so your viewers can see that, or they can immediately identify that it's you that's doing something. It's another way of branding. Um, and, and I think that, uh, it's going to really help out those, at least in the future, that want to, you know, th- that stream this kind of stuff. They get to further put their brand on it and um, and have, you know, like, strengthen that relationship with their viewers. Uh, you all want to do a block grab? Yeah. Let's do that.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. I Look, grab. <laughs> what the hell?
0: It's cute. Um, this is going to be a quick one. Quick and dirty, even. Uh, there's two new costumes. Let me see if I can get a damn picture of this. I thought there was like three. Wasn't there a Mega Geef two or something? Wait, bro. Know. All right, we'll start off with Mega Geef. Block and grab <laughs> on it.
1: Uh, I think it looks pretty good. Is that like is that his wing coming out? Does he have wings?
0: No.
3: Or is that like That's part of the fit. point?
1: That's a good That's question. His Does he have a fin?
2: Yes. Instagram.
1: Does he really have a fin?
2: Yes. Oh <laughs> with grab. a rocket on it.
0: Grab for sure. That's cool. <laughs> John Blocker grab on this badass. uh,
2: Yeah, technically he should get more health if he's mecha geef, right? And then maybe that'll make him a good character.
0: I don't know. He might be made Uh, like like, aluminum foil or something.
2: Yeah. Well. I like the wings and the fins. It's funny that we get um, we're getting a lot of costumes for characters that are at like the bottom of the tier list (laughs) right now. (laughs) Yeah, man. What's up with that? Uh, well, maybe they're trying to get people to play them. They're trying to get those casuals again. No, it's too late. Uh, but in all seriousness, this looks this is a favorite from Street Fighter 4 and um, and Cross Tekken, at least in the background. I'm not sure if they had the skin in Cross Tekken or not. But uh, I think it's a smart move. It's it's well done. It looks good for, for Street Fighter 5 uh, with I mean, with like the new graphics and everything. Um, so I'll, I'll go ahead and grab. Steve. Ace,
0: I'm sorry. Hey.
3: <laughs>
2: That is a
3: no. You can call me Steve because you're calling on me last. <laughs> only only when I'm first in my ace. Uh, this is a standing 720 grab. That ah. it's, it's just ridiculous. It's
0: a cool costume. I feel that. Um, okay, Elon, care to block and or grab on Mecha Geith.
4: Yeah, so real quick, I just want to point a couple of things out. First, okay. um, if you look, if we zoom and enhance, uh, uh-huh. see to the right side of his face, there's another rocket there, so they are wings. They're wings, Or got they it, could got be two it. fins. Now, if they are two <laughs> fins, which is what I'm hoping for, uh, if they are two fins, I want to zoom in a little bit further, see the very middle of his forehead. That is a shark with a freaking laser beam attached to no, his freaking head.
0: Zoom in more. I, I don't see it. What? Are you, what?
4: There, there, Look at the little green on the middle of his forehead. That's going to be it. a laser. En- enhance it. There's going to be a laser. He can oh, use you a, mean laser. He, he like a laser. That should be like a new move. That's a laser. So he's a oh, shark with it. a freaking laser beam attached to his freaking head. So I'll freaking grab.
0: Now, let me guys. I've, let me just ask you guys a question. How does the aerodynamics of this make any sense with these two fins sticking on his back trying to do...
2: If you go back to the image, he's also got rocket boosters on the back of his feet. Or, like, on the back of his ankles, sort of. Maybe his calves.
0: Is that to counteract uh, the horrible dynamics created by the offense? Yeah, uh,
2: I mean, Laura fights without a
3: sports bra. This game just <laughs> does not care about physics. <laughs> That's Yeah, she got sports gi top.
4: Actually, you know what this reminds me of? You guys ever play Sonic 2? This mm. reminds me of that last boss. Yeah, I can see that. All right, moving on. Okay. Uh... So- what everybody's been waiting
0: for, Vega's original costume. This actually ugh. looks badass. Ugh. But
3: It
2: does look good. Ugh. So, why was
3: it not an option in the first place?
2: 100% you my can... question. Because money.
1: I think his new costume, I think his default in this is
0: way better.
2: No way. <laughs> yeah, really way sure. Why, why is the
0: first time free?
2: Don't worry about it. Because they want to get you hooked. Because they give you the good stuff the first time, and then, yeah.
1: It looks okay. I mean, yet again, it looks like, like a colored ten or whatever, or like a costume, or like when you enter a code for one of the costumes and it gives you the alternate version.
0: Is this bring you back though?
1: It Vega? doesn't really. Br- no, I fuck. I mean, I mean, if they make him <laughs> as good as ST, it'll bring me back.
2: That's the thing. It's like he, he can nostalgically climb on the cage. <laughs> Is he good at he anything? Dive, like, does he have? Does good. he have a frame
1: <laughs> trap now? Can he do a combo? Like, if any of those are yes, maybe I'll play Street Fighter Five again. God. Okay. This well, is
2: insulting
1: to me. Like every time they give Vega something that isn't like a buff, just get out.
2: <laughs> yes, I'm mad. I can tell. So do you block or grab? I block. Oh. His claw's golden now. I don't know if it was before. I don't I know what you're silver. insinuating, John. <laughs> okay, who's next? John, <laughs> you are you are bud. <laughs> oh. Um, it's cool. Uh I think it looks good. I, I, I'm trying to think. I guess his, his actual costume in 5 has the the white Spanish frilly shirt, right? Unbuttoned yes. shirt, I guess. To me, it's like this is what Vegas looked like the whole time, but I, I'm sure it's different. And and it looks nice here as one of the OG Street Fighter characters. I think he's the last of the Shadaloo bosses, even though Sagat just dropped, to get a nostalgic costume, be it that like, Bison hasn't changed his costume in 25 years. Um, so... Yeah, I think I think it's it's fine. Like I do think it should have been in the game probably a lot longer, and it probably shouldn't have been as big of a deal. But it's here now. I'll, I'll grab it. It's fine. I'm not I'm not upset by it. Steve,
3: everyone should have an, their their nostalgia costume at launch. We need a live yeah, so. feed of Efrain's computer right now. <laughs>
1: just like the whole screen. Wait for it, man. Wait for it.
3: It's coming up. I just I just want to know why the first time's free. <laughs> so I, I I'm gonna grab. But I just don't. All
0: right, don't we have a. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Elon. Block or grab on uh, Vega's original costume here.
4: Well, if the first time's free, I'll I'll grab. Okay.
0: That's <laughs> an answer, actually. Yeah, that makes sense. Now um, we have a uh, last minute block grab edition here. <clears throat> no, we're not. Are we doing okay? Block or grab on Bowsette. Or Block, I am over this. It. Oh, God. I <laughs> am
2: <laughs> over this block. Why aren't you linking up all of the Instagram These are the models? worst
0: pictures. You could get way better ones than these. Um, I know. I, it took me a while to get some that were appropriate for the I'm, stream. I'm going to grab can,
1: on Bowsette. I'll use every grab I have for the rest of the history of the show. What about Buet? I don't care about that. No, I already used them all on Bowsette. Like, they're all gone. Like, I, <laughs> I grabbed forever, what infinitely. The... I might as well block the rest of the time because she is the number one grab of all grabs. Is
2: this meme... I'm trying to wrap my head around this meme. Is I do what Is it just that they, gave, that they just gave Peach a uh, 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 cleavage so that was noticeable? A... Is that all this So is? there's a... Co- okay, so... so
1: in you can... In the new game, Toadette can wear a crown, Peach's crown. And then she turns into, like, Peach wearing some of Toadette's clothing.
2: So she's Peachette.
1: And then they were like, what if someone else got their hands on the crown? Mm -hmm. And it was Bowser.
2: And so Bowser became Peach. And so Bowser
1: became Peachette. Because, like, if you look at at Toadette's Peachette, then it become, it kind of looks like, you know, Toadette's Peach. Peach. So now it's like the theory is that Bowser would look like Peach.
0: And
3: Mario I, I, hooks I, I up with it. I am over her. this. I am <laughs> over I'm not over already. it, and I'll never get block, over it. Block, block, block. Yeah, you know what I wish? It?
2: If we're doing, if we're doing fantasy block grabs, I'll just do one real quick. The um, Chun Li, another Chun Li costume. But wait, block. Fr- wait, Steve, <laughs> from the Street Fighter II animated movie where she fights Vega, and she's in the um, just like out yeah. of the rope. Mm-hmm. That's a badass scene, block. by the way. All
0: right. Um, All right. Moving on, uh, what else yeah. you got? Because there's one thing what I want to
1: what, sorry, sorry. what about Steve-Et?
3: Like... <laughs> yeah,
2: no. no can no we get
1: Steve-Et fan art?
2: Oh my gosh, can someone draw Steve-Et? Steve-Et! <laughs> we need
1: Steve-Et!
3: No one do that! Let's the best Steve-Et the... to
1: get tweeted to Best of 5 show will be featured and... get a costume. No,
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> get a Steve-Et costume. Yeah, <laughs> We'll, 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 we'll mom- get
0: him a Steve-Et body pillow. <laughs>
3: You, you know, Street Fighter's got an actual arcade version coming out, right?
0: So yeah, what? but also Steve-Et. Uh, steve I don't care about the arcade version. Who gives
4: a shit? At 3B3B. best of V show, hashtag
1: Steve-Et. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. Ace Queen Steve-Et.
4: Yeah, I like what Hassan said in the chat. Ace Queen offsuit. Ace or Queen <laughs> offsuit! <laughs> Good shit.
0: Ace Queen offsuit. And off. I'm going to
1: link some of our former best of five uh, fan artists. And make sure that we have a, a good competition going.
2: I'm uh, putting out well, a bounty
1: on this. In fact, ooh, what are we allowed to offer? I don't know. I'll think about it. We'll talk about it next
3: time. So, so it's going to so be good. The prize is going to be good. Show, <laughs> Capcom announced that they're actually coming out with an arcade version of Street Fighter 5.
4: That's it's me snoring. Out
3: in it, it's going to get a test version in October. But they also announced... This is something that caught me by a little bit of surprise. An official 3v3 team league uh, that That's is cool. going to start <laughs> next spring, uh, but they'll reveal more details in October. Uh, and it's or, it's recognized by the Japanese Esports League or Esports Union, so it will have prizing. Uh, there will be, you assume, licenses issued. Uh, so a lot of people are kind of excited about this. Yeah,
0: I think it's cool. Um, they've done something similar, but I guess not official partner like this, right? This is,
1: yeah. They're both interesting news. I mean, like, the, the arcade thing is way late. Like, this would have been way cooler news a couple of years ago. But it's still good, and I think it helps in Japan a good amount. Like, that is still a limiting factor for players there. And I think it's a decent novelty here as well. So, I'll
0: grab. <laughs> no, we're not blocking we saw or saw grabbing blocking or grab, but you're grabbing on the three. <laughs> I'm three grabbing. Why not? All right. Um moving on, Steve. What else you got for us, pal? Actually, uh, there's well, we one had... thing I want to talk about. You had a you got your own scoop here. Forget Mike Ross being on the Event Hubs podcast. You got the scoop on who is the new character coming to Dragon Ball Fighters.
3: Oh yeah. Steve. Yeah. Um this was uh I wasn't there at Tokyo Game Show, but I did have a, um, a, a source on the inside. Uh, th- obviously, Android 17 is the last character of this season pass, but they are working on a second season. Um, and I got a small clip. It's not final. It <laughs> is still subject to change, but uh, I wanted to share it with you. So let's take a look. Elon doesn't even have it queued up. Oh, there was nothing on the drive, Yes, man. there
0: is. Well, now I need to download. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. Well,
3: in the meantime, we can we can it's talk jerk. about it. We, <laughs> uh, we asked everybody if they were excited about uh, 3v3 Team League. We can talk about that while he's queuing it up.
2: He hasn't queued up the question of the day either. Just yeah. kidding. I hope, question of the I day, hope. would
3: you, Elon?
2: My goodness.
4: There's too much, too much happening. Hold on.
2: Yeah, <laughs> how, many, how many Gokus are coming, Steve? Uh,
3: we did ask you, uh, are you interested in the team-based fighting circuit? Uh, Puzera said he's very interested. This could be a breath of fresh air from the standard 1v1 format. Uh, Papa Lotus said that it would be difficult to execute in a way that would be beneficial and profitable. Maybe it'd be easier with an arcade style setup, but it would require something in person. Uh, Dr. Swagenheimer shout outs to Minnesota uh, saying, nah, man, let the individual shine. An event isn't out of the question though, but nothing like CPT. Uh, Abe Laws says that he thinks the thing about fighting games is that they're based on the individual dynamic. So with FGC teams, it's more about a collection of individuals as opposed to a team. Uh, Maybe if the fighting game is built with some sort of team dynamic, Built in. Uh, And what's her face said, very. It adds more layers to the competition that makes it much more compelling for viewers. Players get more salty when they can blame teammates for a loss. And it's fulfilling to watch some teams find their cohesion and rise above the dream teams. All right, guys, um, go ahead.
2: Well, just uh, on this subject, it's funny that you bring it up like this because, uh, again, back to the um, podcast with Mike Ross, he brought up uh, Cross Tekken. And the idea that, like, Oof. that would have been the eSports game because you could have had teams and the it dynamic It was fun. There, right? I
1: like that. I was, like, totally on board with the team thing. People really wrote mm-hmm. it off, but it was a fun Evo.
2: It was what turned me off from the game I, because, like, the people at Wednesday Night Fights, like, all the good guys were immediately, like, already on a team with each other. And it's like, I don't want to depend on somebody else, and I don't want to be the one that screwed it up for the team. I was afraid of that. So it's, I think like, it was, I was a like, little
1: yeah, too early for praying, that to happen. Yeah. I think, like in an era with better online play on PC, it would be way more feasible.
0: Who did Mike Ross and Come With Me and lose to that time?
3: Uh, Was it Laugh and Infiltration? Infiltration? It was.
0: All right, guys, check out this reveal uh, for Dragon Ball.
3: Yeah, this is...
0: Wow. That's big news.
3: Like, wow.
0: (laughs) Whoa. Um, oh an unofficial uh, uh, off stream take it to twitter uh, question of the day would you grab uh, stevette ace queen stevette uh, with the people nobody grab me know?
2: please no I one. grab him with both hands I'd standing 720 grab him <laughs> you know hold on uh, a second I never got the blocker grab the Bowsette
4: stuff but I do have something to say on that note People are giving Sonic Fox a lot of shit for being a furry, but now everybody's falling in love with, like, a humanized Peach Bowser yeah, thing. Yeah, welcome to the internet.
2: Duh. Yeah, it, I just it, want to it, call it out the hypocrisy. Well, this, I mean, <laughs> maybe
1: I wanted to ask Sonic Fox this in person, but I always wondered, like, do the goofy girls count as furries?
2: Why, like, because you're into them?
1: I'm just asking. <laughs> for <laughs> just a friend? for the sake asking of it. Like, do friend? those count for a friend as furries? <laughs> so did you Sonic watch, Fox, did you watch if Come anyone age, knows him closely, someone ask him
0: all right guys uh, we're gonna wrap up the show there was a couple of the bits andrew 17 we had a trailer she came out or he came out uh or is coming out Raphael had a trailer for soul caliber six yada yada yada
3: all right oh injustice finals are gonna be on tv uh yeah. tuesday wow. november 16th uh it's gonna be on disney or november 13th excuse me it's gonna be on disney xd and espn three uh forty hundred thousand dollar prize pool for the finals so that got announced uh so that will be
0: all right guys, yeah. just, to, just to remind everybody ultra Chen has changed their time slot they they're coming start up right now immediately after us in a couple of minutes and their topics tonight are course the infiltration news and they will be reviewing their favorite moments from the tokyo game show and other recent events and they're taking a look back at marvel versus capcom infinite which uh came just went through one year yeah came out a year ago so that's cool show them uh we want all of our uh viewers to go and show them their support and hopefully they'll uh reciprocate come back and, to and us.
2: then go check out the mike ross podcast yeah after instead this. of
0: watching capcom connect go and watch uh
2: Reminisce uh, about yes.
0: Capcom Pro Talk. <laughs> Just kidding. And then Capcom Connect, which is a brand new show, uh, debuts tonight as well after UltraGen. So shout outs. Thank you, everybody who watched. Thank you, everybody who subbed. Shout outs to our lovely panel here and uh, Elon as well. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for watching. Send in your Steve ads. Steve ads. <laughs>